Good morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are, whoever you are. This is Mike in bed. I'm Josh. I'm Jasmine. And this is episode twenty of this podcast. Lots can of you believe? Can you believe we made it to episode twenty? I can't. I can't believe we recorded twenty episodes. So what are they even about? I mean, what are people listening I, to? <laughs> I hope people are <laughs> learning from our own experiences or and if, if not, not learning i hope they're laughing, laughing at, at us <laughs> i read somewhere that only one percent of podcasts that are created get to 21 episodes so we're <laughs> not quite in the top one percent yet we certainly aren't in the one percent earnings <laughs> oh but no. you know who is <laughs> um so you know to be in close to that on on the cusp as they would say yeah um I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. We, uh, yeah. I mean, this is probably kind of like therapy for us in some ways, like parental, parental therapy. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, to recap the week that was. So we, we love our kids. We? I just want to like we? start with the fact that we absolutely love being adore, parents. Adore being parents. Yes. Love our kids. Love them. We love being parents. Yep. But I think they're out to get us. Yep. I think they like devised a plan. Yep. Like I don't know how because their rooms are right next to each other. Maybe they're doing like Morse code through. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> but something is going on and I feel like they're both in on it. So. I don't think... Our oldest regressing and making baby sounds. Maybe that's not regression. Maybe that's actually wait. What if he's talking to her? Intelligent communication <laughs> happening. <laughs> We've got our youngest in the throw everything everywhere stage and laugh as the poor sap who is usually me <laughs> picks up whatever toy or she'll like look you dead in the toy. eye, drop it, yep. and then smile. Yep. And then I'll put it back and she'll do it again. And our oldest kicked you twice in the gut because he did not want to go to sleep. Yes, I've been bit. You've a been lot bit? You've been kicked? This past week. I've been kicked. I've been bit. It's been it's been pretty it's been pretty interesting at night in this household. Naps are no longer being had. Anarchy is reigning. Well, you know, naps are happening. They're just not happening, I think, the way we would like them to happen. Yeah, I mean, when one is kicking her feet like she's paddling away <laughs> in the ocean. <laughs> but they're happening, though. Like, the older one, like, our oldest is, you know, he's just, he's either going to do it or he isn't. But we yeah. keep trying to set that environment for him so that at least if he, you know, finally gives in, he has the right environment in his room to go to sleep and take a nap. Like, it's dark. And he did. Yeah. The other day. He did. Not today. Though. Not today. But <laughs> not today. But we keep offering that opportunity for him. I still think he's a little young to like not have naps. So. No, he needs naps. No, we keep offering it as an an option, and we'll see what happens. But like, we can't like fully complain. Like the one does. Like our youngest nap. She just chooses to nap sometimes for like twenty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but she does sleep. You gotta give her that. But for our oldest, we've been good cop, bad cop. I mean, we've been everyone from Paul Blart Mall Cop to Popeye Doyle. I mean, we've just been, like, from the meanest of, you know, just, like, trying to discipline 
using firmness and then on the other end of the spectrum like trying to be all nice and understand are you talking like, about me like let's just be real no no so, i'm talking about myself at this point because like, but i think you describe yourself as yes. like the meanest and yes no, me that, that was me 100 <laughs> percent. you are much more patient i try to do what do they call it gentle parenting yes gentle i parenting. do my best like even when i'm stern i try to be very gentle with it yeah and i feel like you're i'm you're, not i'm not good at you that reflect yet. the way we were raised yeah. as kids and, yeah. and we all got issues so i don't know if you want to be doing that to our own no, kids no i i agree with that i have to step aside at times but gentle parenting is hard it takes a lot of hard. patience and sometimes and some nights it's really hard to kind of gather that especially at night it's the yeah. end of the day it's you've been day. patient all day you're so close <laughs> yeah it's a lot so it's been it's been a challenge for us but you know hopefully we'll power come, through we'll soldier on overcome yeah. this uh just everything right now sleep regressions and what do you call it the terrible twos i don't know if that's mm -hmm. like the appropriate terminology anymore but just Terrifying a lot of development twos. maybe we should just say a lot of just development a lot of brain happening. activity in this house and yeah. not not for me so <laughs> <laughs> yeah so just a lot happening but in saying that there's also been really good moments yeah. like like our oldest for the most part yeah like you know our oldest you know had his first, well, he's supposed to have been in soccer, but it's been canceled the, the past several time. weeks because yeah. of all the rain and the thunderstorms. But <laughs> but finally, he got to go, and it wasn't canceled today. So he had a great time. He did a great job. He did he a great social. job. He yeah. listened. Pretty sure he has a crush on his coach, but it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but no, he, you know, both of them have had their good moments. The oh, nights yeah. are usually the hardest. Nights like, are hard. honestly, we have rough nights right now, but hopefully it's just like a little phase and we'll overcome it and be out of it. Yeah. But remember what life was like before we had kids, you know, when we were in our 20s at all? Is that, have you lost that part so, <laughs> of like, memory? We were still in our 20s when we had our oldest. Oh, you're right. We had our <laughs> oldest in our 20s. Whoa. <laughs> Yeah, you were 27. Yeah, uh, I was like, what are you talking about? I was still in my 20s. Well, let's go, let's go further back. Um, what was your life like when you were entering your 20s? Because this was before we, we met. We met around our mid-20s, I would say. Yeah. Like, slightly Almost early, mid. It almost. Was, it, was, it was kind of early 20s, mid. but... Um, dear God. What year was <laughs> that was 2012 2012 2013 ish what yeah <laughs> decade plus holy crap yeah um i was just in school i'm still in college well yeah me too so i was hustling hustling hard yeah i'm staring at a whiteboard that has hustle written on it like seven times <laughs> Apparently you're still hustling. That's how I pump myself up. Every day I'm hustling. Isn't that what it says in the Yeah, every day I'm hustling. It's 24-7, Telling my secrets to motivation. Just I wrote, yes, I wrote hustle on my whiteboard. And it's on every single day. Yeah. Six days in a row and then the seventh is every day I'm hustling. I feel like that would depress me more than motivate me to tell you the truth. It's funny. I look at it and I laugh. And I'm like, all right, let's go on with the day. <laughs> so, so you were in college. Yeah, I was working, working in school full time. 
I wasn't one of those crazy people though. Also working full time, full time, and being in school full time. I did not do that. I don't okay. know why people did that. Don't do that to yourself. <laughs> but I know some people have to. But some who? People have to. Who? I don't know how y'all do that. Um, I was working part time, and then being in school full time, and so I was, I was hustling in the sense that I was just trying to get done. Yeah, <laughs> trying no, to get I done was with things. The same boat. I was Florida Stating it up <laughs> in Tallahassee. Um, editing my thesis film, tis the season, um, and not really having an adequate plan post college. Um, it's fair. Did yeah. anyone? I don't think anyone did. I mean, it's weird though, cause like, you know, we're both in school, but I feel like everyone has expectations of what their twenties are gonna be like. Do we though? Cause like I feel like I, I didn't did. really know too many people in their twenties, so like I didn't really know what to expect other than like what TV told me. That's exactly to where my expectations were derived. See, but I knew that was bull. Well, like I knew that there was no way that like people's twenties are like what they're trying to portray to me. Like this does not make sense. Like it didn't make sense to me. Yeah. Are you going to tell me coming straight from being a teenager that this is going to be my life? Like, stop. (laughs) It's hard, though, because, like, you're absolutely right. I feel 99% of the time. But my favorite film director and my favorite music artist both happen to find massive success in their 20s. Which is oh, highly so unusual. Like so I had these high grandiose, expectations. Yeah, expectations mm. because <laughs> I'm a huge. Like, my favorite songwriter is Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan played the March on Washington when he was like 21 years old. But like, how 21. often does that happen? I know, to people? but like when you're, you were just hoping you were going to be one of those like, small percentage of 20 some year olds. My like, favorite director was Paul Thomas Anderson, and he made his first film. When I believe he was 24, 25, which again is a huge anomaly. But when you're that age and your own brain isn't fully developed yet, (laughs) you're thinking to yourself, well, gee, these are my heroes and they found success at this age. Clearly the clock is ticking for me to, you know. That's fair. I did not have high expectations from my 20s. (laughs) So I went into my 20s, people telling me that 30s are better. I so I had here, here. I had very little expectation. Like I didn't, I've just I knew it was like a time. It's like my understanding is that the twenties were supposed to be the years that you made the most mistakes, so that yeah. you learn for learn from them, so that your thirties were like your your thirties and onward are supposed to be like your raw, like your your celebratory like years. Like you did it, like you're doing things now. You're supposed to be like boss and all that stuff. So I was always told twenties are just like. They come and they go. They're not that great. So <laughs> Life gets had, better once you're 30. Like, that's so what I was So you had told. no, like, plan in your head of how your 20s were going to play out. Other than, like, going to college and kind of working on, like, my career, I didn't have, like, any, like, social expectations, if that's what you're going for. Like, I didn't really have any of that. I knew I was supposed to have fun on my 21st or whatever, like, because apparently that's just things that people do. But other than that, like, I didn't have any, like, 20s expectations in terms of, like, socially or 
anything like that. I wasn't the person making like goals to get married and have kids by a certain age in my twenties. Like that no. was not me. I find that that happened. That that happened. Yeah. <laughs> but that was not me. <laughs> yeah. Like I did not plan that. That wasn't on my goal list. So <laughs> I just kind of popped up one day. Yeah. And was like, hey. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy those things happen, but oh, like, if too. you're asking me, like, going into my twenties, was I thinking about that? No. No. I was not. Not thinking about kids, not thinking about marriage, none of that. Yeah, I guess I would say similarly, I, I wasn't thinking those things would necessarily happen in my 20s, but I figured they would happen by my early 30s, like by 32. Yeah. Now, I'm 31 now. Uh, by 32, I was like, you know, by the time I'm 32, I hope to have a wife and two at the time two to four kids and now it's like definitely not that many <laughs> oh, oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> um but i know i want to you know to have more than one and i knew that i wanted to be with someone like you so when we did meet you know that just kind of clicked and made yeah. all the sense in the world did you secretly wish you would be a millionaire in your 20s not not necessarily a millionaire. Oh, stop lying. But <laughs> I, it wasn't about the money for me. It was about how can I have a steady career in a creative field? Like at the time, that was kind of like, how can I be a film director? How can I keep this film school thing going into like, you know, how can I go pro if film school is like the NCAA of yeah. that world? Interesting. That was what I cared about. Like they could have paid me you know what i less than what i'm making now by a little bit like if they wanted to say hey here's you know enough to pay the bills each year but you get to make a movie a year you know that would have been like it was more the lifestyle that i liked than any sort of financial compensation Alrighty. So. <laughs> well i know for me um i there was one point in time in my life and I still really like policy. Mm-hmm. I oddly still really like politics. I don't know why. I don't know why either because it's just... It enough. interests me. Oh, it's like a car accident. <laughs> I know. We me. don't talk about it often in our house anymore just for no. like everyone's mental yes. <laughs> health. And we just don't. I don't do well but do I occasionally kind of just, you know, take a deep dive? I do because I do like it. But at one point, which was my 20s, like my early to mid 20s, mm-hmm. I was like full on thinking about running for an like I was just like I'm going to get my masters, keep on hustling with work, I'm going to 100% run for something. Mm-hmm. No, I did not mean to like actually <laughs> say run for something like the actual org. Oh yeah. But <laughs> but that's what I thought. Like I thought like that was what I was going to do and I feel like people around me also got that feeling and so mm-hmm. I got a lot of encouragement. To do things like that. No, do I feel that way now? I don't. I don't. I couldn't have that life. Mm-hmm. Um, I just couldn't. It's a lot. It's a lot. And the reason why I kind of backed away from kind of that hope or that goal in life was like, when you work in or around politics, you feel you realize very quickly what the life is actually like. Yeah. And I realized I wouldn't be able to handle that. Like, I couldn't handle dealing with people who made no sense. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm not trying to be mean, but there are just people out there who are politicians who make no sense. No. 
and <laughs> I could not mentally handle that every single day. No, I could that I have to be at work. Like I could not deal with that. Like it would just infuriate me. And when I realized that, <laughs> I was like, well, we got to change the course <laughs> because if I can't deal with people like that on a daily basis, you know, that was supposed to be or what I was hoping would be my career of being in some kind of office that I was elected to, then I need to find something real quick <laughs> to kind of steer and change gears. And I think that was not fun when I realized that because like anytime you realize that something you think you wanted to do, you actually don't want to do. I feel like it messes you up a little bit. Yeah. Like, you, it's it weird. Does. You go through, like, a weird, I feel like, period of, like... Depression. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good. Well, for me, it was realizing that, you know, I come from a film school where 90... advertised that 99% of the graduates end up working in the film industry, which is great. Um... But I realized very quickly that if I was not writing and directing and in some degree of control over what I was making, I, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Like, yeah. I just couldn't. I, it had to be on my terms, and it's still that way. You know, I would much rather, and I wish I had learned this in my 20s, um, have a stable day job that I'm good at and make good money at and has career advancement opportunities and have complete creative control on the side uh, and then assess what I want to do as the side projects get legs as opposed to thinking, okay, you got to throw all your chips into this uncertain basket. Mm. Um, and, you know, that that's just, it wasn't for me feasible. And it, it took a good, I want to say like, seven years of failure in <laughs> in a ministry context um to realize that that life was not who i was and that was you know professionally speaking the majority of my 20s so again my expectation and hope for my 20s become the next you know great film director or do something great artistically and for me how it actually went was uh, realize that you're not fully comfortable with film, have a separate career in ministry for seven years that didn't make you happy, and then ultimately get into sales, which I'm good at to some degree and enjoy. So, but yeah, that's only on the um... professional side. Let, let me finish here. <laughs> on the personal side, I was like, well, the... damn, that was an awful decade so, for you. So, no, no, no. <laughs> on the professional side, yes, it was absolutely an awful decade but on the personal side having you and the kids was everything i could have hoped for and more um because our youngest was born when i was 30 so our oldest i was 28 and youngest i was 30 so by the time i hit 30 technically not hit 30 but was 30 um you know everything i wanted in a personal context was was there and i get to do this podcast with you so that's fun and exciting why are you making faces <laughs> so yeah no i'm just yes. not the romantic one i'm no, sorry but that was really sweet of you mm -hmm. um 
I'm pretty sure I've said this before. Like, I didn't have any expectations in terms of, like, relationships from my 20s. Like, I wanted mm-hmm. to just, like, I wanted to get those degrees. Mm-hmm. And that was my focus. And so it was just a pleasant surprise for that part of my life to go as it has, I guess. Like, you know, end up meeting you and, you know, getting married and having kids. Like, that was, like, a bonus to my 20s. I was not expecting that bonus to happen. Jonas. Did you say bonus, Jonas? Because yeah, it rhymes. That, what that? does that have to do with I anything? Don't I, was, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I was your bonus, Jonas. I will say in my 20s, I went to a Jonas Brothers concert. Yes. 10 years after I went to the first one with my bestie from the first time. Yep. So that was fun. That was in 2019? Yeah. Yes. You right before I got pregnant. Right before you got pregnant with our oldest, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That you know, that was awesome. It was, I was a huge Joe Burrow fan back in the day. Mm. I enjoyed the concert myself. It was fun. So, <laughs> so that was, that was something from my twenties. That was awesome. Yeah. There you go. I also realized how long it had been since I last went to a concert at Jonas Brothers, and then realized how much they have aged and like how much I have aged, and I was like, oh crap. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> but we don't need to talk about them anymore. <laughs> um, so I was pleasantly surprised with how kind of that aspect of my life went in my 20s. Um, I still feel, I feel like, happy with how my career went in my 20s as well, as you well should. as the degrees I got. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm quite happy with that. So I guess my 20s went fine. I mean, they weren't like, you know, I didn't become a millionaire or anything. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, I didn't make Not Forbes yet. or anything like that. Not in your 30 under 30 or anything, but. I hate those lists. <laughs> they should abolish them. I want right? to be in the, the uh, 70 over 70. <laughs> I want to be doing the cool shit when I'm 72. I will say those are always cool. Like those stories about the older people who like get degrees and like open businesses and like run marathons and they're That's like right. 75. I'm like, damn. I think there's, um, was it the, his grandma Moses was a painter, I think, and didn't start until she was 82. I think it's 82. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. But. Any age. Yeah, my 20s were fine. Um, yeah. They weren't overly exciting, but they also weren't boring. So I don't have any complaints on my end. Things went, I think, as well as they could have based on, like, me having to kind of change gears a little bit and and stuff. So I no complaints. I think gradually caring less what other people think, and I've said this before, too, um, was really helpful to me because it really doesn't matter what friends from college think or you know see i don't care much right exactly (laughs) i never really did no that's the thing (laughs) some of us find these things out later than others oh yeah i feel like that's most people it's like we live in a culture where we're supposed to care about what people think about us and i'm just like i don't give a flying especially after you have kids like (laughs) i'm gonna walk out my house look with vomit on me i don't care I gotta go to the grocery store and I ain't about to change clothes. I'm not. Like, I'm right there. <laughs> so. so many aspiring social media influencers. I just wanna be like, so you might get comments or trolls or likes or whatever, but the vast majority of the time, people are not thinking about you. Like, 
as famous as you are, and I don't know, maybe that would. I don't think that bothers them though. I mean, at the end of the day, they seem to be living. I fine. hope so. Like, I hope. <laughs> I don't think they care that you know just the vast know majority that's... of the day people aren't thinking about them. They probably actually appreciate that. Well, but like... that's that's. <laughs> Apparently, that's the profession of choice for, like, 86% of Yeah, I mean, if you're a teenager in your 20s and that's what you do, I think, do you, boo? It's a hard thing to do. It's It's not easy to be an influencer. I feel like people think it's easy. Like, no. No, I I respect influencers, especially the ones that are, like, doing very well. Because I don't know how they maintain all of that and stay that involved in social media. Because social media is so unhealthy. Yeah. To have to constantly be on it because that's your job. I applaud you because I would not be able to do that. Yeah, we were off from posting on the gram for just a couple of weeks. And I mean, you know, I didn't miss it. <laughs> well, that's the <laughs> thing. Like, so, like, I feel like in general, we don't post that often on our own Instagram accounts no. to begin with. I used to post more, but I've gotten kind of just a bit more like, I have to be careful. Yeah, like, be careful. Yeah. I don't mind people seeing our children, but at the same time, I do want to, like, respect them a little bit. Like, I don't want to just kind of parade them everywhere. Well, but yeah, because it's a different world. My camera roll is mainly our kids, so yeah. I don't take a ton of other as pictures. As it should be. Yeah. So I'm not as active as I think I've been in the past, but it kind of just depends on my mood, too. Like, sometimes I won't go on Instagram for, like, several weeks, and, and then sometimes I go on there every single day. It's, like, it's weird. I just sometimes I need a, a detox and I just kind of break away from it for a little bit. But that's way off topic. <laughs> Unless you do that in your 20s. Do you? Do you have a favorite and least favorite memory of your 20s? I mean, do you? You asked the question because that, that's not enough time for me to think. No, <laughs> you, you think for a minute. Um, my favorite, honestly, would probably be our wedding day. That was just a really, like, it, it, I mean, it could not have been scripted any better, in my opinion. Could it have gone better, like, in little moments here and there? Sure. But overall, the day was exactly how we planned it with perfect weather and everybody, you know, who we wanted there, there. Yeah. So, you know, I'd go with that as my favorite. Um, and my least favorite probably just it's not even one moment but like the aftermath the the six months to a year after I finished college was really hard because I had like a part-time job uh, as a consultant and it was like remote but I was living back home with my mom and I hated that and it was just I had no idea where I was going in life. So that was just a, that was a rough time, you know. Well, that was deep. Oh, okay. Sorry. (laughs) Didn't think it was that deep. I mean, I feel like that's not unusual. I feel like a lot of people graduate. And unless you were like on your game during college and you had like something lined up before you even graduated, and I don't know how like how often that occurs. I feel like a lot of people graduate not exactly sure what they're going to do next. What happens in film school or what happened back then was people just moved out to LA. And yeah, they and that's fine. I feel like I film school, like getting a degree in film, is not your typical degree it's though. Not. So it's like, not. it's kind of 
hard to relate to that in a sense because like yeah. i feel certain degrees you probably will most likely leave with a job yeah. and then there are certain degrees well you will have to search yep. and search and search and hopefully you find one yep. um so it kind of just depends i feel like on what your major was um if you had a major where you're able to like do a lot of internships and stuff and you were able to make those relationships which you should always try to do either way regardless of your major but oh, absolutely but i feel like it kind of just depends but i feel like that experience isn't unusual i no. feel like a lot of us had that i remember having a conversation with you know one of my good friends as well about that whole situation like we graduated and we had talked about like what it felt like to graduate and not really know what in the world was happening next yeah um we had that conversation i feel like soon after we graduated mm-hmm. and i don't even know if she remembers she if she's listening to this she would probably be able to kind of like recall that happening i think we were at a sweet frog it always starts with sweet frog <laughs> and we were just sitting at a table outside always. i'm pretty sure just like what what are we doing with our lives <laughs> <laughs> so that happened but i will say like my least favorite memory of my 20s was actually the aftermath and kind of the ongoing pandemic. Yeah. Because I don't know why, but being pregnant, I had all these expectations mm-hmm. of things that were to happen. And I didn't get to experience any of it. No. For either of my kids. Because, no. yeah, we just didn't. And But for the first time being pregnant and not getting to experience some of those things, for some oh, reason, certainly. it impacted me mentally. Yeah. Like, I guess I was looking forward to, like, being around my friends. Yeah. And you had like a lot of health scares having too, that to baby shower. Yeah. And then there was some health scare. Like I was just, I was hoping I was looking forward to all of that. And then all kind of got taken. Yep. And I know I'm not the only mom who had to go through that. And like birth was weird. It yeah. was just that whole experience. I feel like was hijacked. It was. And so I don't particularly like remembering. It's sad. Cause like, I love our oldest. Yeah. Like, but I, was... I don't particularly like remembering parts of that pregnancy like i don't as you all know i don't like pregnancy to begin with yeah but i don't like remembering certain parts of that pregnancy because it just it didn't feel good like i was sad i wanted to be around my friends like you know we were in a different city Mm -hmm. and we always traveled to see our like parents and family and just the world but we weren't able to do that now and and so it was really yeah it sucked because even my colleagues i was close with and i couldn't even like see them and so like it was awful like you know having like colleagues leave like plants on on your porch because yep. you can't like go see it. like it was just for me being pregnant I didn't get kind of those moments that I was really hoping for with the people I cared about the most and that sucked and now of course we didn't have another baby and I got to have some of those moments but there are still certain things that we just never did and I'll never know what that feels like or or what it's like to have everyone gather around and yeah celebrate you know the life of a baby and stuff like we didn't make up for it we had some virtual things happen but it's just not the same no it's not um so like for me that was the worst i feel like kind of and i'm sure you might have some feelings about that too but just like the that happening and kind of how it impacted relationships and like that sense of loneliness that kind of came in even as a married person mm-hmm. i still felt a bit lonely because i didn't get to see other people yeah um and so that was probably my worst part of my 20s yeah which was the end of my 20s so I that mean, sucked but that's a good way to put it in the context though i mean as i was thinking about it as like okay well 
I, I really did dislike how our oldest birth ended up being. Yeah. It was terrifying. As and a I first know time some parent. women had it worse for like their partners weren't yeah. even allowed in the room. Like yep. they were just alone the entire time. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, so at least I could be there, but like it just did not go no. according to plan. Um you know, we didn't get to see my grandfather no, like we lost to, people you know, and lost people, and I, I still haven't seen my favorite aunts for oh my god, like it's been three a or long four time. years, yeah, because yeah, of the pandemic. Like that's yeah. just and now that it's like clearly like people are getting back to life. Like don't yeah. we're not sitting over here still like quarantining or anything no, like no, that. No, no, our kids, but like you know. it's hard to like because now everyone's kind of getting back into the swing of things. People are planning things, going back on trips and stuff, and so you're trying to like work with other people's schedules so that you can see them. And I'm just one, I don't like to travel until <laughs> the child is at least one years old. And mm -hmm. right now, one of our children is not one, so we're not going anywhere. Nope. <laughs> so we tried that, and I will never do it again. So once she turns one, I will be more willing and open to start seeing people again. So some of it's just because, like, I can't. Yeah. I can't. That's a good um, one, though. That was pretty deep, too, by the way. I guess, yeah, I didn't, yeah, I guess it was pretty, yes. so my bad. Um, my, I guess, favorite? You said the favorite one? Mm -hmm. I feel like that's hard, because for me, of course, being the mom, like, having children yeah. come out of me was an exciting moment, but also an interesting, there's a lot of emotions going on there, but, like, I'll always remember those moments as positive in a sense. Mm -hmm. uh, like I said, our firstborn is a little different. But I'll remember it as somewhat being positive um, for him. Um, and yeah, I really enjoyed our wedding too. It was, yeah. it was cool. It's good. It's laid back. It was, it was fun. Us. It was very much us. But yeah. So probably those those three. Um, our wedding and then just each of our children. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to be honest about the oldest because... For me personally, at least it was. I know for you it was tough to a degree, but yeah, the birth wasn't <laughs> the best. But like bringing him home was oh, the best. Oh yeah, bringing moment. him home was different. Yeah, we yeah. just didn't get to have that feeling at the hospital. If that no. makes any sense, like You're if you have kids, anxious. you know what we're talking yeah. about. Like when your baby's born and you get that feeling, like we didn't get to experience that until we had him home. Yeah. And so for us, that's where the positive moment comes, not the actual birth. Um, but with our second, it was smooth sailing, and yep. we got to have that for the first time at a hospital where we had that emotion and that feeling at that moment. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, so that's what I meant. So anyone was confused. <laughs> so if you were to give advice to anyone listening who is either about to enter their 20s or who is currently in their 20s, what would you what would you say? Don't set high expectations. It's just your 20s. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, I feel like you don't really live life until after your 20s are older. Yeah. Like so much. You're going through so much, like just so, like your brain's still trying to figure itself out. There is so much happening. Like, don't define your worth or your value based on like one decade in your life. Here's like, just what, don't here's, do it. Here's how I would frame it you have a decade to fail as much and as often as you want. Go, go nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't be ashamed to fail. You learn no. and you grow from failing. Yes. Failing is a good thing, and I wish that was said more often. Yeah. Uh, in a way, it's good that um, 
my ministry career did come to an end the way it did because I have closure in that area and because I found a job that I do enjoy, a profession I do enjoy on the, that end of my 20s. As horrible as it all sounded, I'm sure, of this episode. It sounded pretty awful. Um, <laughs> but the, the thing is, too, I have noticed how much better I am at writing, especially screenplays now. I couldn't, I mean, I'm sure Paul Thomas Anderson, you know, great. He wrote those scripts when he was in his 20s. That's fantastic. I am, like, much better equipped now to look at a screenplay I wrote five years ago and be like, oh, okay, this is what the story is actually about. Like, this is the this is the crux of it. This These are the family dynamics, you know, whereas before it was like, how can I be crafty and cool with my dialogue or whatever? Now it's like, what is it really about? Like, what's the heart of this thing? And build it around that. And I wouldn't have, like, 20-something-year-old me wouldn't have come to those conclusions. Still there? Um, <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie, zoned out just a tad. Always. I'm sure what you said was very important. You tend to, like, go on, like, a just... You just, you keep going. Like, you talk go. about film and, like, screenwriting, and you just go, I and just you go. go. And I'm just sitting here like, okay... <laughs> <laughs> like staring at the race. calendar on the wall. Hustle. <laughs> like, why does that still say March? It's April. Hustle, like, <laughs> hustle, hustle, hustle. Every day I'm hustling. Hey, even that. <laughs> I'm sorry. You do this thing. You do this often. Like the whole. Like you make fun of me for like falling asleep on you while hustle, talking. Hustle, hustle. You just you keep going. Every day I'm hustling. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, we have a toddler quote, as always. Apparently, <laughs> this is the quote. Dada, the Easter Bunny lived in Peru. <laughs> we did not tell him that, by no. the way. I don't know why he thinks So, that. he made two distinct connections in the past week. One, his, one of his favorite shows, Paddington. Paddington is a bear from Peru, and he also knows that he got a visit from the Easter Bunny last week. So he thinks his wires got, <laughs> his wires got a little crossed, and the Easter Bunny is now from Peru. <laughs> that is our 20th 20s Spectacular. Uh, follow us on the gram. At was Mike it really a spectacular though? I feel like we didn't share. We did like... another spectacular. Some one of our other episodes is named a spectacular. Our twenties extravaganza. <laughs> <laughs> our twenties dissertation. That's it was more a dissertation. More a dissertation it was kind yeah. of. <laughs> we we didn't tell any Very stories heavy. about how we woke up in the middle of nowhere or something. Inspire a thesis <laughs> or two. <laughs> follow us on the gram at Mike in bed we're also on linkedin uh we promise we'll be somewhat active on those platforms um but not Again, so much to be unhealthy influencers you know. it's hard it's we a hard you. job we see you <laughs> and uh yeah that's our show have a great week everybody take care <laughs>